Scott and Todd, February 1st, 2024. Happy birthday to Todd. Your second birthday today. Pew, 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 says the EDM fan Todd on the other end from Studio B. Todd. I don't want to start off talking about my daughter's birthday. Who gives a fuck? I want to talk about something that I just heard in a podcast, which I thought was a great topic for us to discuss and spend Let's at least it. 30 minutes talking about it and somehow end up talking about mushrooms or something by the end of it. Sorry. They, before you do. Yeah. Uh, yes. This weekend is the premiere of the final season of Curb. Just, I don't know. If yes. February 4th, Sunday evening. Curb Enthusiasm, the final season, Larry Wears Women's Glasses. I'm looking forward to it. Have you seen the trailer by now? We talked about this yes, a few weeks ago. I think so. Okay. Good. Looks like a winner. I, I also listened to Larry David on Bill Simmons' podcast. They, they chatted a little bit. Not really anything oh. specific about the final season, but they just I am had a wide-ranging conversation for an hour. Not to, not to promote another podcast. But no, why not? After you listen to all of our back catalog, you can go. Yes, can go then that one. go to the Ringer Network. Um, I'm about a month and a half behind on podcasts, but I will get to that one eventually, and I will listen to it for sure because that sounds interesting to me. Um, anyway, I was listening to another podcast, and the question was posed. Hmm. They, were, they were talking about the hobo lifestyle. You're familiar with hobos? Uh Train hopping, sure. like twenty, yeah, nineteen twenties vagrants that yeah rode yes. the rails and riding the, the rails. Bindles. That's what yeah. That's the question that's going to come up in the modern age, or sure. we can say it's nineteen seventy or nineteen sixty five. Who knows? Okay. Do you think that you could travel? Let's just use our two locations from Baltimore area to Denver on right. the rails, no wallet. Nothing but the clothes on your back. All right, we could take insulin, but nothing but that are T1D supplies and the clothes on our back, no money. Do you think you could survive what would surely be trains? Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Riding the rails the whole time. I know. know. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, that is the question. Not not Amtrak? Not. No, No, this is their hall. trains? What are you hauling? Yeah, cargo trains. I, I I honestly don't know. I I don't know. Like in the, I feel like late seventies, eighties TV shows when you saw people getting onto trains or they TV shows or movies. Yes, What's that? I said they glorified it. Sure, but it was often sort of uh, open freight cars that had bales of hay that people would sleep in and stuff. Of course, I've never seen a train that really opens on the side. Train car, other than like one that's holding, I don't know, uh, steel or lumber or something that's mm. that's uh, has like a sort of vertical struts to hold things, but is open for some other open reason. Open all the way around. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so I, I don't know if the, those sort of cars exist because I, I mean, if it's if there are cars that are. <laughs> I mean, you have to find an empty car or semi-empty. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be able to hide or hop out at the next stop, which seems easy enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how secure our current rail system is. I imagine it's definitely possible. I do remember when I was in college, there was a, a woman named Katie, I think was her name. 
punk rock Katie that after college I was told she like rode the rail like rode trains and was semi homeless for a while. Her name and is I punk didn't really rock keep Katie. In touch with her. Yeah, she she was from Florida. She came like Janesville well, or something. She's she's in between us, I think, in age. Okay. She worked at the radio she, station, sort of. I was of. just about to say that she, she was a little flaky, but in my memory. <laughs> okay. Then it's not the Katie. And I thing. believe Tom told me that she uh, she went full, like, anarcho, living on trains Wait, hang on. stuff. So you're <laughs> saying a, Flo- a Floridian who ultimately rode the rails for anywhere from six months to six years was flaky and showing up and doing her show? Imagine that. Well, no, no, no. Transient. I didn't mean that. No, I... Oh, okay. I, she actually, I shouldn't say she was flaky. I don't remember her being flaky. I remember her, I don't, I don't have a strong memory of her. I mean, we weren't like best Seems friends like or anything. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember, like, I just remember, I remember being, I'm not proud of this, presence. somewhat cruel to her. Not cruel, but like would pick on her and joke around with her and she did not take it well. Like she was easily, uh, I don't know. Some people you can pick on and they're like, ah, like they don't, it doesn't just roll. She was not that one. And I, I think I got the point eventually, but sometimes I can be a little, uh, ruthless with people, especially when I was younger. The it's secret kind of side of Todd coming, coming free here. Todd I, was... I've, I've tried to eliminate that from my behavior, but you know, by the way, this brings up this reminds me of a question that was brought up to me by your daughter just last weekend. She asked me if I believe after getting picked on by her older sister, she asked me if you ever picked on me as a child. And, and I think we no. just, we just uncovered the truth here that absolutely <laughs> that must've been the reality. Cause Todd was an asshole. He, his own words. No, he no, just no, said no. It. I, 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 this was not physical uh, picking on certainly with, with Katie. I don't even remember if that was her name. Mental and emotional abuse are abuse, uh, Todd. I, I just sometimes, you know, like you you do it too. You're probably worse than me. Like just sort of find something that bothers someone and then just sort of keep picking at pat picking Is at this it. The, I'm, I'm not touching you, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I'm that not sort of thing. You. I'm not touching you. Mm. But more emotionally I, abusive. First of all, I I I, I wouldn't I, say abusive. Sorry, I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't I take, frame myself that yeah, way. I don't, I, so I don't stop think saying it was that. It was more saying. like. Saying something that bothered them and then keep bringing it up and they'd be like, not getting the hint to let it go. Everyone's done it. So you're like, oh, Gainesville, huh? What, do you sleep with crocodiles down there? I don't think alligators from Gainesville, but she might have been. I have no idea. You just said that. So. <laughs> I know I said that, but I, I I have no clear recollection where she was from. I She was more like this. the place she came from had a real scene versus like Clemson, which did not. So <laughs> she was coming from a real, I mean, we went to a lot of shows in Atlanta and that sort of thing. So there was a scene there, but I think she was kind of yeah. like, what, what kind of shithole did I move into? So she was a big hot water music, like groupie for a while there. I, I don't remember her specific tastes. I don't remember hot water music being. Well, her name is punk rock Katie. Yeah, no, no, sorry. I know that, but I don't, spells sorry, it I don't remember specific <laughs> genres um, I feel like I feel like Hot Water Music started in like 95-ish or that's when I remember hearing their first album. So that's right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, for it's her possible. I I don't remember. I don't remember what her taste was. 
Interesting. Also, I take umbrage to the to you saying that I pick on people. I'm too smart for that. I just mentally torture people with sarcastic I mean. wit and ca- my caustic wit that uh, just beats them down till they give up mentally. Um. Anyway, so ride the rails. You don't think you could do? It? <laughs> uh, Getting back to the original uh, question. I mean. I oh sorry, Hot Water Music formed in 1994, so I probably heard their first album in 95. There you go. Yeah. Um, at the station, perhaps. I I think I probably could. I I my my response was I, if it's possible for anyone, I think that I could probably get by. I mean, not ideal. I'm, uh, as yeah. we grow older, hanging out on. <laughs> the hard floor just like riding right. around for hours Bouncing. at a time yeah. holds no romance for me fancy that <laughs> i would have never um, guessed. just just as a quick aside my daughter texted yeah. me and said can you plug my phone in when you're done with your little podcast that bullshit <laughs> <laughs> condescending little jerk wait a second she doesn't keep her phone in her room she does, but she likes to like do stuff before she falls asleep, so it's in her bed. So then she doesn't want to get out of bed because she's so like you have cozy because she'll be cold. Get up to plug oh it in. God, she's Bro, you gotta, colossally you gotta spoiled. Now. Oh my god! She texts text me pretty back? much no. every night. I fell asleep. I just woke up. Can you come down and plug in my phone? I'm like, no, I cannot. Usually, I'm asleep yeah. by the time she makes sends that text. <laughs> oh man um so speaking of hot water music uh yeah. the did you ever listen to the draft no it was a Doesn't sound familiar hot water music sort of side project it was most of hot water music it's really good they had an album called in a million or a million little pieces that they you recently know, reissued on vinyl it's really good it's interesting to me when bands do that and i have some personal experience but it's interesting to me when Let's say Hot Water Music's a four-piece. I can't remember, but I think they are. Yeah. Maybe a five-piece. But let's say they're a four-piece. And then three of the four go and start an entirely new band. It, sound, it sounds a lot like uh, Hot Water And, Music of course, it's, that's my point. Like, what, just, just, I don't know why. You know, there's always different reasons why three, like, that fourth member was not involved in the side project. But it's like, if they're kicking the fourth member out, just, it's, it's the same band. Just call it an out, you know, the next album in this case from Hot Water Music. I don't know why it has to be, you know, cold, solid sounds or whatever the fuck they call themselves. I don't know. So yes, the draft was formed by Hot Water Music members Jason Black, George Rebelo, and Chris Wolin shortly after singer guitarist Chuck Reagan's departure. The three remaining oh. remaining members wanted to continue making music together, but chose not to continue under the Hot Water Music name, opting for a fresh start instead. Okay, and hang on. It was recorded by Brian Baker of Minor Threat. Of Minor Bad Threat Religion, and Bad Religion fame. Of course. Um, let me amend my statement because Chuck was definitely the most recognizable member of that band. So I guess, I mean, his vocal styling is quite unique in my opinion. Yeah, but there's, I think, I don't know who the who does the vocals in this band. There's like there's two people that vocals. sing in Hot, in Hot Water yeah. Music. So it's the other yeah. guy that does, is I think the lead vocalist in this. So it just sounds like Hot Water Music minus Chuck Reagan vocals, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I would say, honestly, I listened to like the first two Hot Water Music and then checked in sporadically after that. 
and I know yeah, they have like too. 12 albums after those they have first a lot. two. So they have like a lot. Most of their catalog I'm not super familiar with, but I just listened to the draft like when it it's so it came out, this album came out in like 2006 or something, okay. 2008, um, and it was really good. So I, if older or newer, I guess, Hot Water Music sounds like the draft, then it sounds like, I don't, I so don't know. So good, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, typically when that happens, it's like, well, although th- another, well, this that's a bad example. I, I, I do say, like the fact, though, that they're like, we're not going to say we're the same band when a key member well, has left they're not, the band. I like that they just again, named yeah. themselves something else, even if it sounds similar. It was a key member. You're not wrong. I was going to give the example of the guy that left Propaganda and started The Weaker Thans. But that was like a totally different sound. And it was just the one guy. Yeah, and that's the basis. Yeah, that's the opposite where. <clears throat> yeah, it is. That's the Chuck Reagan solo project or whatever versus. <laughs> yeah, the weaker right. than's. I mean, there's that one song on uh, the Propagandi's second album that's like that he's the lead vocalist that I think sounds I know exactly what you're like talking the weaker, about. The weaker than's. I can't it sounds think of exactly the like the weaker than's. Yeah. Um, Dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um uh but yeah, the I think I think the Chuck Reagan like solo stuff is it was a, like almost alt country or something, right? Did yeah, he do he like some a, acoustic stuff? He took a drastic sure turn. Stuff too. Definitely did. It's like when Greg Graffin did that like folk album. I was like, "Oh, Greg, get back to what you know." And he did. Kill me, like buddy. the next year, he was like, "All right, never mind. I sold Watch 50 yo. records as opposed to 50,000." Watcho as I go over back to playing 1980s straight ahead punk rock. Um, <clears throat> anyway, what were we talking about? Riding the rails. How Riding long do rails. you think so, uh, it yeah. would take? How long could I last? A couple days, maybe. <laughs> but how long do you think it would take? Oh, I mean, best case scenario, you, you, it's not the trains aren't moving constantly. They stop eventually at the hop yeah. trains. You know, I, a week maybe. I don't know. How, yeah, I would think a week. Maybe I mean, it's ten 2, days. How, miles, probably. How long would it take to drive? It would take if you just drove straight. It would be what two or three days. <sighs> three days, if you stop to rest at some point. Yeah, sure. Three so solid, assuming ten I'm, to I'm riding the rails for <clears throat> chunks of two to three hours. Yeah, uh, dumpster diving in between. Uh, Nobody says yes. You have to dumpster dive. Well, you said I don't have any money. I'm just with my right, wits and can, my insulin, according to you. Beg, borrow, and steal. You know. Okay. You don't have to yeah. fucking eat trash. <laughs> I mean, trash took, is free. You took that to the extreme. I, I understand it's free. It's also very unhealthy. <laughs> well, I mean, you keep if your you, figure it, while you're. I I, uh, I sometimes am on uh, dumpster diving TikTok. Dump, dumpster diving talk. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just because I'm, it's it's sort of like thrift store thing where you go and they're sure. like, I found that I was watching one today. This guy was like, I went to the thrift store and in the new rack, they had all these uh, uh, vintage Pendleton shirts. He's like, I can sell this one for eighty dollars. This one for eighty dollars. Um, but the dumpster diver guy, like a lot of times, restaurants will throw out you know day old food <clears throat> in a bag. Yeah. He's like. Some of them he'll be like, ah, oh, they put other trash in here, so you can't. He's like, they should be donating this food. So, I mean, right? There's a lot of times you could get perfectly edible food for free if you're, if you need it, I guess. That and you, reminds people me. aren't hassling you about dumpster diving. There was a show on either TLC or Lifetime. This was at least ten years ago. 
and it was people that were like extremely thrifty. And to a to a man or a woman, every single one of them got some portion of their consumption of food by exactly what From you just trash. described. By tr- you know. What'd you say? Yeah, but yeah. I said exactly what you just described by dumpster diving and then repurposing it and like I just as you were saying that it reminded me that there I remember there was a guy who had a date and he was like, I'm gonna cook you a home cooked meal. And he cooked the meal and he served it. Of course it looked, you know, the presentation was nice. And after she was done eating, he was like, All of that food came out of the trash. <laughs> I mean, obviously part I feel like some of that's very much <laughs> scripted, but it's like, what the fuck? Like I, come on, man. He had he, he had a home, or at least an apartment. It wasn't like he was homeless. He just was so cheap. And look at, for most of my life, people have considered me quite the thrifty person, and I still try to cut corners where I can. I, unless things go, you, you mean because you are <clears throat> sure, unless things go very wrong for me, I will never pit, pull food out of the trash for either my own consumption or the consumption of my family members. I just don't understand why people would would do that. I understand in it's extreme cases, you have to take extreme measures. I get it, but not if you own a home. If you have a roof over your head, you should not be eating food out of the trash. I'll just say. I'm just thinking of the uh, Seinfeld episode where George is with the clown or eats oh, yeah. the eclair off the trash. The He's eclair. like, yeah, it was on top. Adjacent to tr- refuse is refuse, George, or whatever he says. <laughs> <laughs> Refuse Jason. Yeah, that's a classic one. Oh, man. So many good Seinfeld episodes. All right, so seven days. You think you could last two, mainly two because three, of back pain. I would say. Back pain and lack of food. Also, you don't have to eat every day. Like, it's not like you have to, you're not going to have three square meals if you're riding the rails. All right, yes. I know you need Sorry. to, but um, I'm saying you don't have to. All right, here you go. Yes, I'll, I'll just, one does not have to. Let me change the parameters a little bit. <laughs> Let's say this. If I'm yeah. f- fucking sleeping on a, a wooden pallet floor and riding across, I'm going to have to have some uh, sustenance. Like, what else are you doing? And am I with somebody else? Am I at least having somebody to chat with? Just I mean, see in the countryside? Up, if you pick up somebody on the rail yard, you're with somebody else. But no, this is a solo solo flight, as I like to say. You're You're adventuring on your own. Again, you might encounter other people, especially if you get a nice car. It's going to be popular. You know, people are going yeah, to want to join. Might encounter some other people, get fucked up. Somebody <clears throat> get shivved, their yeah. or whatever. Shivved and raped, and left in the left in the trailer or the trailer car. <laughs> left in the train car. Um, all right, I'll, I'll I'll make one amendment. Let's let's see if this changes anything. I'll just keep throwing things in sure. until you say let's yes. I can up. make it across the country. It's an air ride have, train. You have the, air no, cushioned. Oh God, no! No, you have the clothes on your back. <laughs> you have unlimited diabetes supplies, and you also have unlimited. Let me just diabetes. say, I don't have diabetes for this uh, exercise. Okay, fine. You have the clothes on your back, and you have unlimited supply of Diet Coke. Does that change anything? Oh, Diet Coke. Uh, no, I. I mean, <laughs> I think in that situation, you're going to want to be drinking water, right? I mean, I mean, in life, you should want to be drinking water, but. It's not middle of the summer. Maybe it's in the fall or the spring. I don't. I don't think that the diet coke uh, supply is going to shift me. Well, just for mentally, one way or the other, it, it takes you away from mental anguish and it gives you some. It lifts your spirits. Sure. <laughs> okay. 
let's say you have the clothes on your back, unlimited supply of Diet Coke, and you have a phone for which you can watch. Oh, wait. I didn't have a phone in this situation? Jesus. No, no phone, man. No, you're just looking at the sky, whittling a stick or something. You have a pocket knife. How the we'll fuck do I know where I'm going then? You you pre-plan this. You okay. know which trails or which uh, which rails to jump. And you just look at Using, the sun, man. Doing Your phone research before I leave, and then I just throw my phone in the trash and hit the rails. <laughs> Except until now. But now you get your phone, but you can only watch dumpster diving TikTok videos. <laughs> Does that make it better? It gives you something to do. <laughs> yeah. Months. You could circumnavigate the country a few times. Sure. Yeah. And the battery never dies on your phone. Let's make that yeah. I don't, a I weird have a solar reality. charger. And an unlimited so you, plan. Yeah, no, of course, obviously. <laughs> You're sitting there roaming. God damn Not it, I was in the middle of watching that one. Um, <laughs> oh, shit, I've used two gigs. I better slow down. Oh, man. Been on this Wait, am I like streaming hours. Netflix on my phone? or? <laughs> nope, just TikTok. Just dumpster oh. diving TikTok. Oh, yeah, TikTok. That's good. Um, Do you think people do this anymore, though? I know you don't know because you don't hang out at rail yards, at least. Um, That's the impression that I get. Like, are hobos yeah, still a thing? What'd you say? Also, I said, are hobos still a thing? Also, do you think hobo is derogatory within the hobo community? I don't think so. I, I think from what I've they read, embraced it. the hobo is kind of a, it's a, a preferred of, nomenclature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Good for them. Good for the hobos. It certainly isn't a positive commentary on someone living in normal society, though. To call them a hobo. Uh, there's an article from GQ, March 28th, 2016. Life on the road is a millennial hobo. There you go. Yeah, cost of living is so high, you might as well just fucking sleep in a rail car. Save a bunch of money. You could work remotely. This person looks the like they're living out of a hippie bus, though. That's not the same. Oh, wait, that guy's it's riding the rails. Same. I just I wonder if it's more dangerous now. Uh, you know, it's never been safe. Let's be honest. But is it more dangerous to live that lifestyle? So it it has this article looks to be written with some like truisms that are sort of bolded. Ooh, uh, you are way more pam- way more of a pampered baby than you realize. I'm sure that's true. God bless the Jesus freaks in the food banks. Ah, and the homeless shelters. Uh, yeah. E panhandle, which I think is like a sort of a GoFundMe. Oh yeah, this person, the Vagabus, which is the hippie bus, it recruits yeah. riders and raises money through its own Indiegogo page. Interesting. Uh, you will smell. Everyone you meet will smell. <laughs> like I, I think I could be okay with that. Yeah, I smell pretty bad all the time anyway. Uh, know the hierarchy of fast food Wi-Fi hotspots. Interesting. Taco Bell has good Wi-Fi. That's what they're talking about. It says, out on the road, the dirty kids, Huck's preferred coinage, charge their shit at one of any of the familiar chain joints for quality Wi-Fi squatting. The best of them, shockingly, is Burger King compared with McDonald's. Huh. That's not shocking. Uh, None of I, I, why why would that be shocking to anyone? 
Who know. would know that? You can learn anything using YouTube. I, I think everybody knows that. Everybody knows that, yeah. Wow. Make bank Big by reveal. foraging for mushrooms. So this is in Oregon. You can definitely forage for mushrooms. Oh, for sure. Beer, That's weed, and cigarettes get their own budget. No thanks. <laughs> it's all of that. Uh, try not to jump moving boxcars. Yeah, that seems obvious. <laughs> or moving regular cars. Some of these advice points are stupid. Uh, it says that's a good way to wind up with a crushed femur. Instead, the safer method is to case out a train yard, learn the schedule for a crew changes, and then sneak onto a stop train duh, into one of the often unmanned engines at the back. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, that does make sense. Known as a distributed power unit or DPU. If you're capable of climbing up a ladder, Huck says, you can hop trains. DPUs often have leather chairs, a fridge, and a bathroom. Jesus, that's fucking Whoa. luxury. Unmanned? That's what it says. You think they'd lock that shit up? I guess they would if they uh, found it. says the once you learn the crew change schedules, you can trade them with other hobos for goods and services, but never ever post the schedules online because violating the hobo code will get your ass kicked. Question. Why would you post it online if you're dealing with hobos? I don't know. Do they all have cell phones and internet access at all times, I guess? Uh, it says for their hippie rep, hobos are plenty comfortable with street justice. So if you violate the hobo code, Whoa, you're going to get, get fucked up. <laughs> They're going to tie you to a rail like it's 1894. Uh, the bliss never lasts, and when it ends, it ends ugly. Hmm. So I think that's people getting bit, beat up or hurt or both. Okay. So that addresses what you were saying earlier. Is it safe? Sounds like uh, the nights go on forever. It's only 10 p.m., but it feels much later. We need more booze because there's nothing else to do. So Tilly von- volunteers to do a run. I assume Tilly is someone in the story. But See, you can I... read that article online if, if you want to learn more about the hobo life. I don't. I feel that's. I feel that's probably true about homeless, homelessness as well. The comment about nights go on forever. I've had that thought many times because when I used to ride my bike down to, to work in downtown Denver, I would often pass homeless people in the streets at a few different particular spots. And yeah, if you're sleeping outside, you're you're not getting quality eight hours. Well, no, my thought. Refreshed. My thought was always, and this is season dependent and weather dependent, temperature dependent, but. I would stay up all night and try to sleep in the day oh. as, as much as that's possible, you know, because if I'm sl- your reasoning being for safety, if I'm sleeping at night, and, well, for safety, for a couple of reasons, like safety, like being jumped jacked. or violated, jacked. Yeah. I but also, gacked, but yeah. Oh, gacked. Yeah, that too. But also, you know, in the winters, at least. It's fucking cold out there. <laughs> I'd be yeah. much more comfortable whether, you know, if it's 30 degrees running at night around or, for 12 hours in the dark. Well, but uh, again, it's you're you're doing as long as there's stuff you can do. I mean, it would get boring after a while, I guess, but it would be an adjustment period. Pretty sure the hobo life would probably get boring after a while. Uh, well, I don't know. They probably look at what we, you know, what we do. Oh, you work 8-9 hours a day? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds I mean, terrible. I think life in general gets boring after a while, but if you have no sure. resources or luxuries, probably uh probably take greater pleasure in the uh free donuts you pull out of a dumpster. 
Jeez, oh, back of the dumpster. Fucking let it go with the dumpster. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. It's funny you mentioned that. You mentioned the, you know, the, the staying interested in life. I, I, I'm sure you've seen this too. I used to follow a guy who was who used to be a runner, and then he souped up a van and did the whole van life thing for a while. He may still be doing that. I don't know. He hasn't posted videos in quite some time. But the thing that I never got about the van life, or the thing that I think would be most frustrating to shift gears slightly here, no pun intended, shift gears, um, is at least the van that he converted, like, there's no space. Like, you're, you're constantly re-upping your supplies, and it just takes so long to do things. Like, to make a meal in a van where your sink is like, you know, you have one gallon of water, you have to be very cautious about how much you use. It Everything just takes a long time. You have to immediately clean up right away. You have to go to the grocery store like every other day. Like that would drive me crazy. Again, it's something yeah. to do. So we're we're recommending not not riding the rails. Yes, for well, there there is a, a level of simplicity riding the rails below even a van life because, again, in your case, all you have is the clothes on your back and Diet Coke. So there's nothing to clean. Like you just got to survive. You just got to live. You know. Do you think that would clear your head if you had six seven days? See in the countryside. What do you mean, clear my head? You know, just be a good like mental refresh for you. Not that I'm uh, saying you have mental issues. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I mean the again the get away uh, from it all. Discomfort might uh, would cause other issues, or worrying about getting shanked or robbed or whatever. But any any time off or separation where you're just alone with your thoughts, maybe a week might be a long time. But yeah. Wouldn't hurt, I don't think. All right, new new edition, not the band. <laughs> oh, I gotta be new, doing it with new edition. New addition <laughs> to this story. You also have you have a journal, so you can be journaling the whole time. Okay. Does that help? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay. Sketchbook last would one. Be good, to, something to pass the time with. But last one, because I feel like even the journal, you're still gonna say, "Nah, I'd make it to like St. Louis," and I'd say, "Fuck this," and turn around. Last edition. What are you ADD. trying to get me farther, closer to? I'm just. If you want me I'm to come just, visit? You can just ask me, Scott. You don't have to. No, I, I, this elaborate I really, premise. I really don't. But no, I, I, I'm just trying to get to the point where you think, yeah, I could make that. I could manage. Last one. This I is. Mean, a huge I think edition. I could manage. It's just would I? Would I? Would you enjoy it? Or at all? Want to? Yeah, and you're answering. You're saying no. Last one. Okay, you do everything we just said. Clothes on your back. Insulin. Diet Coke, phone for TikTok, journal to keep your keep your sanity. Sure. And the person of my choosing oh, can God. go with you. So you no, have a partner. No way. No? Okay. Wait, are you are you in a kind mood or <clears throat> I, I don't I don't I don't even have a joke for that. I don't know who it would be, but just it just can't be a person of your choosing. Like I assume you wouldn't take your wife because it's a rare opportunity to get seven days away. But um, eh, you can't take a friend. Know. You can. You think? You don't think that would end? And that would the be thing the thing is the shank we're at fear. an age where I'm not sure I want to take anyone <laughs> that's my age because they just be bitching the whole time. <laughs> is your back hurting? My back's killing me. Oh my god! Like yeah. I was, you said get away from my wife, which I, you know, I love spending time with my wife. But like I was like, oh, I could take Tom, and I'm like, no fucking way would I go with Tom. He'd just be. <laughs> Complaining the whole goddamn time. 
First of all, Tom has the outfit ready. Like there, when I picture Tom with his little beanie cap, like Tom's already dressed the part, so he's one step ahead of the game. Oh, Not that I'm saying you look homeless, Tom, but um, but yeah, I mean that that would be interesting. He would complain though. But you know what Tom would do? He'd be resourceful. He'd find a guitar when you get when you're dumpster diving for fucking sure. half a banana and a donut. He'd I think find I'd a want guitar. Someone with a, a sunnier outlook, like Selene, would probably be more fun to go with because he'd oh, have yeah, a million sure. stories. Most of them would be a hundred percent bullshit, but they'd at least be interesting. <laughs> wow, shots fired! <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so Jeff's a liar. Gotcha. No, okay. I I feel like he's known to exaggerate the truth at times. Okay. I've never noticed that. I'm not saying it's untrue. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was a known personality trait. I, do, you, do you have an example? Like, did he say he played in a stadium with, with Orchid in front of um, 40,000 people I, or something? I, I don't want to share it on the podcast. Just Okay. But I, I can think of one very specific example. We'll talk offline. Jeff, we love you, buddy. Yeah, I love Jeff. Forward to the Orchid shows. I, how could I mean, you not? I can give you, I can give you the broad strokes. Okay. He told us that he was uh, asked by a rather famous band to join them and be their drummer. And I'm pretty sure he's full of shit that that did not happen. Or well, they look, said I it jokingly it, to him. I don't know. This was financially pre, pre-Orchid that this request was made, I believe. Okay. Okay. Financially a bad Maybe move Maybe not. For him. I'm not sure exactly. Financially a bad move for Jeff. But I don't think he'd want to have his career defined by being the drummer for Creed. So I think it was actually a smart yeah, move for him. That was it. Stapp you know? called him up and was like, hey, bro, <laughs> arms are wide and, open. We want you to join the band. And I'll, I don't think they realized that his his you know affinity for blast beats just didn't really mix in with the, yeah. the style they were going for. <laughs> sure, he'd be a multimillionaire, but who cares? No, it was Is it worth the sacrifice? Oh, Nickelback. Yeah. Okay, so the blast beats make more sense now with Nickelback <laughs> as opposed to Creed. Yeah. So glad you clarified that. Um, he showed them a photograph, and they're like, "You're in." Gotcha. Anyway, all right, that was a fun conversation. Let's switch gears completely and go from living the homeless life to living the high life, which is what I hope to be doing in my home soon. Because last night, around this time, actually. I noticed that my refrigerator was feeling less and less cool as I reached in for a beverage or a glass of or a carton of milk or whatever. And um, you drank a few a hours. Whole carton of milk? No, I didn't drink a whole carton of milk. But when I came back down to do some late night work around 11 30, 12 o'clock, I again went in to get a beverage and I was like, this is even warmer. And that's when I realized and confirmed that our refrigerator had died. And oh, that does not surprise me. <clears throat> admittedly, when we bought when this I house, I saw your fridge. It seemed to be a little on the older side. Between the refrigerator and the dishwasher, I was like, these are the appliances that are going to go first. It was a race to the finish line, and the refrigerator has come up the victor. <laughs> refrigerator won. The refrigerator won. However, you yeah, want to battle determine the it. battle for death. Um, so, yeah, we um, about 10 o'clock this morning, we went down to Lowe's, which is just a mile from the house, and uh, picked us up a, a Whirlpool fridge, which 
I don't know what brand you have. I know you talked about it on this podcast and how you had many issues. I believe it was either an LG or a Samsung. If I we had a Samsung, correctly. and then we bought okay. another Samsung. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I knew it had given Sorry. you a myriad our, of issues. Our so. main issue is, and I hope you didn't buy one of these. Um, oh, oh, sorry, we had a French door refrigerator, which we like the, the setup of that freezer on the bottom, French door on the top uh-huh. French door. We have one now too. French door refrigerators are great. Don't get one. I hope you didn't with a water dispenser in the door and an ice maker in the door because water it puts dispenser. the ice maker in the fridge, which is just a engineering impossibility. It, they all fail. Why do they all fail? Because it can't stay cold enough. The ice melts or like, because it has to put the ice maker outside of the freezer. Right. If you have a split, the ice maker in the door is in the freezer side. If you have like our, our refrigerator now is a French door. It has a water pitcher and water dispenser in the refrigerator compartment, but the ice is in the freezer. Is in the freezer. If you try so to will... put the ice maker in the fridge, they all fail. Based on our refrigerator, my in-laws' refrigerator, they've had theirs replaced like three times. The fridges fail or the ice maker fails? Ice maker fails, which causes problems for the fridge. Also takes up space in the fridge, which is annoying too. It does take up space in the fridge. This It, it takes up a lot of space in the fridge, including the one we just purchased, which has an ice maker in the door. Oh, um, you, should, you should return it. Seriously. Uh, well, I... I we don't have it yet. It's being delivered okay. tomorrow. But I will say that it also has this is I thought quite unique. It does have the option to have the ice made in the freezer section. Like you can do it either way. Hmm. So oh, you should do that. And we may. Yes, if you if you can Based flip on the what switch and have it made in the freezer section, you should do that. Yeah, we can. There is a switch that can be flipped and made in the freezer <clears> section <throat> and stored down there. Um, the ice maker in the door portion is quite small, which I think is why they have that option gotcha. to do it in the freezer section. Cause it can't hold that much. So like if you're having a party, for example, yeah, yeah. Probably I mean, I, made in the lower section. my in-laws have an LG, which has that same thing and it's the ice maker part is actually in the door door. Yeah. The Samsung we had was in inside the fridge, but sort of came through the door. <laughs> it's weird, but. Um, hmm. those Samsung ones I think are particularly bad. Like I said, the LG that they had has failed. Um, so I, you might check reviews. I'm sure it has like a 30 day, send it back if you want or sure. something. I would assume. Um, if you had asked me, I would have said, don't, don't buy that one. But <laughs> well, it was between that and another one. I think both of them had the, I think the ice maker was in the, in the refrigerator part for both of them. Both Whirlpool that we were looking at. We got the nicer of the two. But we've never had... Did you get 35% off select major appliances at Lowe's? Yes, we did. It was $1,000 off. Whoa. Which is crazy. Wait, 35% was $1,000 off? Yes. Jesus. I can see Todd's head trying to turn the wheels. I'm assuming you you had a (laughs) $3,000 refrigerator that you paid two grand for, it sounds like. It's something like that. It's a little more than that with tax title and tag, as they say. Sure. That, no and delivery. That. And they're hauling away the old refrigerator, of course. Um, thank God for that. Um, 
It is yeah, kind of so, a ripoff. So did you get the four drawer one? Four or drawer. The, it has like a middle drawer? It it does not have the middle drawer. Okay. The one I'm we thought we were going to get website. initially did. There's a model that's very similar that does not have that. And the same middle drawer access is just within the fridge. So it's just the one big freezer drawer and the two gotcha. freezer drawers up top. I think I'm seeing it. Yeah, you probably are. Um, so yeah, we're, we're excited to actually have an appliance, a refrigerator appliance that's made this century, um, made since 1982, which I believe is when our old fridge was made. But yeah, it was just time to go. I'm exaggerating a little bit. I don't think that fridge is quite that old, but it definitely had seen better days. So kind of sucks because we're going to, we're going to lose a couple items because we just couldn't keep it cold enough. And you would think, oh, your fridge died and you live in Denver at the end of January. Just put stuff outside. No, it was fucking 60 degrees here today. So we Whoa, didn't even really? have that option. Yeah, it's fuck. It's, it's crazy warm. It's going to snow this weekend. But welcome to Denver. Um, so we didn't even have that option. We put some ice in a, the only cooler we have and put like Isla's milk and my milk and a couple other things in there. But everything else, we're just going to take the bullet on losing a few things it's there's not much but uh yeah so I had to get the new fridge i knew you'd had experience with it i thought it was samsung my one of my employees had mentioned to me he had bad experiences with lg which you also yeah i've heard bad confirmed. things about both of those yeah and we did i don't read reviews but jamie reads reviews on everything she buys and uh she she pushed us in the direction of whirlpool I didn't care. I would have bought. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything against Whirlpool. I think they make quality things. I I'm a little worried about the ice maker door, but yeah, we'll see. Whatever, you just keep, just get a new one in four years. No, we will move out of this house before I'll buy a new fridge again. That's fucking expensive. That's fucking. It's annoyingly. Appliances are annoyingly expensive. I mean, appliance. I I mean, the appliance repair guy that we had out is like, yeah, they don't make stuff to last anymore. Like, if you can get five to eight years out of a fridge, that's about what your lifespan. Are you fucking kidding me? Five to eight years. All right. Well, then we're moving somewhere between five and eight years. Okay. As long as that fridge is still turning on, we're getting the fuck out of here, out of this house. Um. But yeah, I mean, to be fair, there were fridges that were fifty percent more expensive than the one I bought. I don't know if they jerk off the owners. Like I don't, I don't know what you would, what so it could possibly the, offer. Uh, the tap on the glass to see inside. That's what my in-laws have. We didn't look at those, but looking at the website before we went to Lowe's today, I, I did see some of those. I'm like, what? And like the ones that track what you have in your fridge. Yeah, on. it's kind of dumb. Too much. Yeah, way too much. I will say the model that we didn't get, we narrowed it down to two different Whirlpool ones. The one that we didn't get had on the kind of ice dispenser on the door, it had an option for a Sabbath mode. And I was like, this is fucking like Jamie was explaining it to me. And I was like, what, what the fuck is a Sabbath mode? And so I looked it up on the, on my phone while we were standing there. And first thing I'll say is she thought it said black Sabbath. Cause you couldn't really see the writing cause the nice. fridge wasn't on. And I was like, why would you, why would an ice maker have a black Sabbath option? And I looked it up and Sabbath mode is if you put it on, it just, when you open the doors, the lights don't turn on. So the inside lights in the fridge yes. don't turn on. And I thought to myself, 
They have that oh, for so a lot it's... of appliances. Um, you can get in Maryland, I think, because there's a larger Jewish population. But so you get it. I was the last one to the party. I was like, oh, so it is named after Black Sabbath because when you open it, it's still black inside. <laughs> and she was like, no, I think that's like for you know deeply religious. I was like, oh, this. <laughs> so for so that briefest the one you of got moment, does not have a Sabbath mode. It does not have a Sabbath moment. For the briefest moment, I was like, that is fucking awesome. That Whirlpool's like, fuck you. We're big Black Sabbath fans. So we're going to have a Sabbath mode and just let people figure it out. And I was like, ah, that is that is disappointing. And by the way, that's one of the reasons that I was leaning towards that fridge as opposed to the one we got. But the the one that had the Sabbath mode, when you open up the doors, like the, the storage space within the doors was way smaller than the storage space in the one that we got. Yeah. And we store a bunch of shit inside the door, so it's like we we got to get the... I will say the, uh, the deli drawer is a great place for storing insulin bottles. Oh. I'll keep that in mind. If, if you have a lot. I mean, I don't have bottles. I have pens, but I do need a place to store all of that shit. So, no, but I, I will say, assuming you're still looking at it, which it seems like you're perusing... The refrigerators on Lowe's.com. Um, the one that we got does have in the freezer section, way up front in the front part of the freezer, it has a place for frozen pizzas. I was like, oh shit. Oh, like a That slot. was kind of a selling. Yeah, like a oh, slot. Yeah, it's like a little pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a, up front. I was like, yep. We will use that. Totino's, here Wait, we come. You buy baby. frozen pizzas? An embarrassing amount of frozen pizzas are purchased in this house. Why? You can get I don't know. fresh pizza. Or not much more money, and it's that's way false. Better. No, it is way better. That's true, but I can get Totino's for a dollar ninety nine at Safeway. The oh, cheapest geez. fresh pizza I'm buying is nine bucks, eight okay. bucks. Yes, sorry, you can't beat the not the dollar ninety nine price. I think you're getting you shit fre- frozen pizza. Totino's are good. Occasionally, we'll get something much nicer, like you know, DiGiorno's or Red Baron, <laughs> Freshetta, Red Baron. Uh, um, Tony's. The thing I hate most about frozen pizza is you can't eat it right after you take it out of the oven because it just it'll like scald your mouth completely, yeah. like third degree burns the roof of your mouth. Yes, that I mean, but if you if you're at a pizzeria and they pull it out of the oven and place it on your table, I that's, guess that's about I, the same I guess thing. the pizzeria you typically have to wait. A little while because the cheese will just like slide off the whole thing, so you have to wait till it coagulates a little bit before you can even separate the slices. <laughs> slide off the whole thing. <laughs> Some people just can't wait. Oh, I gotta can't have that, that pizza fix. Like I want it. I I don't really care about my food being super hot anyway, but mm. I definitely want it to cool off a little bit. That can't be true for everything. What about soup? Hot chocolate. I want it to be warm. I don't want it to be super hot. Oh, okay. If it's too hot that it like scalds my mouth and it's yeah, no, then it ruins every bite after thereafter and the next nine hours. Honestly, I'd like hot. I'd rather have my hot chocolate like slightly above lukewarm than like Mm. nuclear fission temp. Dad, dad temperature. Yeah, (laughs) scarfing it down. As it's literally boiling. I'm not a big hot chocolate fan in general, though. Are you? I'm not either. No, I hate it. Literally, the only time that I think I drink it anymore is if, in fact, I'm trying to think the last time I had hot chocolate. 
if I am truly chilled to the bone and I just need something to like a run, you're like, I got to pound some chocolate milk and hot chocolate. I mean, look, I, yeah, two weeks ago it was fucking freezing here. It was the highs were in the negatives for a couple of days and I ran every day during that weekend and I didn't do it then, but I've done it before. Specifically if I, let's say I go for a run and it's like 20 degrees and then it sleets and I come back and I'm just wet. Like my whole body is an icicle essentially, or a popsicle. Then I consider having some, some hot chocolate because it does work. It does warm your body when you're warming your yeah. insides, you know, from I, inside I, out. I'm in, I'll drink just tea then because it's better. Yeah. And I've, I've done the tea thing when I've been sick recently, but, um, have you been sick a lot? No, I'm not saying I've been sick. Like during recent, my recent illnesses over the past year or two. Sure. I've, I've gone the tea mostly cause Jamie has 9,000 bags of tea. So <laughs> somebody's got to help her clear those out. But, um, yeah, I don't, so, I, it, it's not a thing for me. I have two, two things. Love um, it. Jumping back to HBR. Are you watching a uh, true detective? No, I've heard it's a good season. Jodie Foster. It has right? been. Um, what's that? What'd you say? It's Jodie Foster, right? Is yes, Jodie Foster is one is of it the not leads. Jo- Jodie Foster. So, uh, last week they aired episode three. Uh, mm-hmm. I was watching it on the TV in my living room on the Max app, and unbeknownst to me, here we go. For some reason, the the display was zoomed in like seventy five or. 150% or something. Hmm. So the whole time it's never happened to me before. Yeah. The whole episode. And I was like, God, they're making some really weird fucking directorial choices. Cause basically like you could never see what was going on. I'm like, Oh, they're right. really creating a sense of unease because <laughs> you can't, you can't see what's happening. You can hear what they're talking about. That's um, but essentially like, if the frame is Jodie Foster talking to uh, the other detective, um, you would only see like half of Jodie Foster's face and it looked kind of blurry. I was like, this is so weird. I listened, I watched the show and then listened to like a podcast recap of it afterwards as well. Like I do prestige shows, everything you want. But I was like, they got, they must talk about that. I was like, this, I know this is their choice and it's sort of artsy, but it's driving me crazy because I can't tell what's going on in every scene. And then towards the end, it like clicked over and I was like, motherfucker. Did you <laughs> rewatch this whole show the where whole I thing over see again? what was going on? I, I, I started rewatching about five or 10 minutes. I was like, I can't, I can't watch it again right after yeah. I watched it. So I have not yet yeah. rewatched it, but it was really fucking annoying. Todd's watching the credits looking for the cinematographer. I'm going to look this guy up. <laughs> Give him a, a like, negative review on Etsy. This? Yeah, that is they that weren't. would be weird. It's so weird. It's never happened to me. I don't. I don't know how it like it was just Do some th- weird bug so, or something. Let me ask you. So you you open up your app and stream it directly from your app to the TV, right? No, do you, I, do I you mean have a we smart have TV, our TV is a Roku TV, so I just okay. It's all apps. Okay, so it's not off your phone. I was I was thinking maybe because no, I do it through my phone. My phone. I was thinking maybe you would accidentally like pinch zoom. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't phone, a two you know. two finger zoom on my okay. phone, but it, that's what it looked like if you. Did, I know did exactly what you're talking zoom. about. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking that's annoying. weird. That's really weird. Don't recommend that. So you said it just fixed itself, 
most of the way through the episode? I don't I don't even remember now. I just know like towards the credits, I, like I had a feeling it was one of those things at first I was like, this is weird. And then it didn't, I was like, maybe they're going to do this to build tension and then they'll like zoom out so we can actually see what's going on. <laughs> I love that you're saying was, that. And then you watch 40 minutes of it and we're like, wait a second. Well, That's at first I thought I was like, after 15 minutes, they're going to switch over to like normal shots. And they never did. Like the Wizard um, of Oz when it went from black and white to color. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it actually clicked out of it or what, but like, or maybe it was like, I think what happened actually is I watched it in the credits and I fast forwarded through the credits to see if they had like a scene for next week. And mm. that was normal. That's when it and happened. I was like, wait a second. Maybe, maybe my show. I would be maybe, so annoyed. So, so annoyed I, if that happened. I clicked it back to the beginning and I was like, oh my God, I want to kill someone. That sucks. Mostly me. Um, Mostly you. Yeah. Never had that happen. I if, had, that, if that was the rhetorical question. I've never had that happen to me. Yeah. There's another podcast that I listen to. It's called Is This Good? Um, okay. And and they do sort no. of two episodes a week. The first one's with the guest. The second one is with the, 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 the two fellows and the one guy's wife. Um, and they just talk through, they bring up topics and I think I've mentioned it before and, and then discuss You've mentioned this podcast before. Yes. So they had a, they had one this week. It was, um, this, the main guy, Matt went to a, like a comedy performance. Um, okay. he said it, he lives in LA and he's like, it was, it's like a $5 thing, but they had some pretty famous people like Dimitri Martin was there and some other comic he mentioned that I'd never heard of. Um, and he's like, we get there kind of late or not late, but like towards the the end of before the show or whatever yeah. they get there not, with not a lot of time to spare and there's like it's pretty full so there's like two seats left but there's um it's a seat with a guy in the middle and then another seat so there's an empty space guy and empty space so they they go in and they say are, are these seats saved and he's like no 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 he's like um would would you mind moving over so my girlfriend and i can sit next to each other and the guy's like no not moving and he's like <laughs> you, he's like you're not moving why he's like sight lines um ah. so the, the question was basically like um it, who who's in the in the wrong or is it okay to basically be like no i'm not moving 100 percent. Um, <laughs> i kind of agree yeah i mean it's a dick move i would definitely move over if somebody's like you you 100 I mean, would move yes always one seat, it's like it can't be that big a deal. And they, but they were like, maybe there's a tall person sitting in front of them. And I'd be like, well, then I move to the I I I pick the best of the three that's not in the middle. <laughs> I guess right. the best of the two. Um, I don't know. It just seems like I, I think conventional society would be like, just move over, you selfish prick. But it would, yeah. Society would say that, but it's the same thing if. You know, with people on airplanes, specifically on airplanes, if you're assigned, you know, 20B and two, a couple walks up and they have A and C and they say, do you mind? Now, the only difference with an airplane is if they like, do you mind if we sit together? You either get the window or the aisle. So you're getting an upgrade. So you're yeah. more likely to do that. However, let, let's say you're in the aisle and, and somebody asks you to move to the middle or move to a different row. No, I picked the seat. I paid for this seat. Or I'll it's give you one better. Logic. You're you're in yeah. a you're in a window or aisle seat, whatever your favorite is. Yeah. Um, and a family comes up and says, "Hey, we have two seats together, but um, we want to. We'd love to fly with our child. Could you could you swap seats with us? It's it's a middle seat, five rows up. No, fuck off. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> I don't. 
It's That's annoying. I would be annoyed. Then the two I'd of them be annoyed are going to be that they asked next to you. I don't care. The whole Great. flight. <laughs> I love that tension. I feel it right now. It's my lifeblood. <laughs> Fuck you. Do better. Also, they wouldn't do that. Todd. One of one of the parents would sit with the child. Oh, the of other course. Adult. No, I I know that, but. It, <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? If they put the kid in the middle, I'd be all friendly with the kid. I'd be like, hey, is this your first flight? This is fun, huh? And then staring down the parent at the same time. dad couldn't sit here because I'm selfish. Yeah. It's a shame your dad has no leg room and he's sitting between two fucking 300 pounders over there. Seems like his problem. Maybe you guys should plan ahead a little better. No, fuck you. And by the way, I, I've been presented with a similar situation. It wasn't exactly what you just described. I have been asked to move on flights. I have never moved when someone has asked me to move. I can count on one hand how many times this happens. I think it happens all the time. But as a frequent traveler 10, like 15 years ago. a couple times to me. And I'm always like, sure, I'll move. I don't care. Never. Fuck it. Also, that's why. But usually, usually if someone yes. asks you to move, it'll be moving you from a middle seat to a better seat or at least <laughs> a comparable. If, if you're moving from aisle to aisle or window to window, are you okay with that? No. <laughs> I'm not moving. If I'm moving from middle to aisle or middle to window, that I would do. But unfortunately, if that's never happened. If it's an upgrade, happened. yes. Anything else? If fuck it's an you. upgrade, I will do it. If it's if it's the same or worse, you gotta you're yeah. shit out of luck. What if you're sitting in row thirty-two and they're like, um, "You're on I don't aisle seat," I'm... and they're like, "We can move you up to 14 C." I I have an answer to that question. I would ring my bell. I'd have a stewardess, whatever, flight attendant, flight attendant, fucking the broad in the uniform, come back, and I'd say, they're telling me 14C would be my new seat. Is that I, I don't fucking believe people. Because once you get up, <laughs> people sit down, they camp out. They bring out their fucking little DVD players. And, yes, and then I come so back many people flying like, with DVD players these days. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a new tech. It's coming back. It's a technology that's circling got back. Vintage DVD, not a Blu-ray player, but a DVD player. No, not Blu-rays. Why would you bother? I'm watching Shrek, no. the original animated series. They, they have one of those old school like leather leather cases where you have like you can flip through. They got CD 20 DVDs. DVD the, the Rolodex, the DVD Rolodex. But no, I would have a I would have a flight attendant say, "Yeah, we can move you up to 14C," and I would here. But hang on, Todd. Here's the other issue with that, and here's when it always happens. It happens when it's people that had to run from C concourse to A yeah, concourse. Yeah. They're the last ones on the plane. And here's why I, I would not do it even in that example. Because I'm going to have to move my shit from the overhead Stowage. and there's yeah, not yeah. any space. I'm yeah, not putting yeah. it on my feet. If, Fuck if you. You've already, if you've already parked your bag and the, it's, Which of course the I plane have. is full, no fucking yeah. way. I'm not, I'm not walking 20 rows back to get my no. bag. Go to hell. <laughs> I'm never doing that. God, no. So yeah, I, no. I'm, Although I'm a, if someone's in front of you, they can steal your bag, as you know. Uh, no, all too well. Yes. <laughs> By the way, it's funny you bring that up. Good old Cunty McGee from the bag stealing incident of August of 2021. Um, for those who don't know, wait, was that um, was that during COVID? Yeah. Huh. I don't remember. On my way to actually flying to Baltimore, not to yeah, visit you my visited brother, but me to, in your bag to was gamble stolen. with some friends I, and see you for. A I couple still of don't think it was intentionally stolen. I think they. It doesn't unintentionally grab the wrong bag and just the shitty part was not bothering to try to return it to you. I'm sure that's what happened, but yes, <laughs> the shitty part was. I guess we'll just leave this in the concourse in Atlanta, which I assume is what happened. Or if Atlanta was their final destination, they got home and were like, "Oh." 
I I'm a fat fuck. What are these running shoes doing in my bag? Just what are, what are these away. men's medium? I guess I'll throw it in the fucking river because I have no <laughs> intelligence and I'm an asshole. That's why you need. And I guess I'll go buy new shit. Find your own stuff. I actually there's websites where they sell stuff that's from lost baggage. For several weeks after that happened, I was looking to see if I could find any of my shirts or pants or whatever shoes that were in that bag. Um, Wait, would you have tried to claim it or would you repurchase your own thing? I don't think you can. At, at that point, you can't claim it. I would have. I would have repurchased them. This stuff's pretty oh. cheap. I mean, it's like it's like a thrift store, an online thrift yeah. store of luggage shit. Um, and there's several people that do that, but I looked up the one for for DIA. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I thought about that recently because, as you can see, and only you, because we no longer record these shows for YouTube because you never upload them. I'm wearing a beanie right now, and I realized that I had a gray WSBF beanie. It was easily the most comfortable beanie I had, my favorite beanie, and I cannot find it to save my life. And I yeah, think and maybe think it was in the bag. I think it was maybe in that bag. It doesn't make sense to me because that was August, and August in the U.S. is just hot as shit. So I don't know why I would have had a beanie at all. I would have only had caps. Also, I think I would have kept it in my backpack and not put it in my overhead bag. But I don't know where else to look. I've not like ransacked the house or anything, but short of doing that. You feel like I, a real asshole when you find it tucked under your bed tomorrow. It's definitely not tucked under my bed, but um, but it's somewhere. And I'm going to find it uh, in any event. So what were we... T- oh, moving. Yeah, moving seats. What was your original example? Oh, the comedy show. So here, yeah. here's what I will say. I, I, I knew I had a comment from the original thing. When yeah. I went to that, that Braid show on their, their tour a few months back... Sure. Uh, the venue that was held in had like kind of tiered levels going downward towards the stage. So it was not a problem there. However, I sat, I, or I stood rather, and said, I stood at the very front of one of the tiers, and there's some rails, so I was kind of, it was, it was a very comfortable situation. And I will tell you that a guy who may have been seven feet tall at one point came in in the tier below me and kind of stood in front of me, not like to where he was blocking my view, but if he would have moved a foot or two over, he would have been blocking my view. And you know, thinking about it rationally, that is a totally different experience, specifically with comedy, but same thing with shows. And with shows, you know, not surprisingly, I like to watch the drummer. I mean, I'll watch all members of the band as they're performing live, but I typically would want to key in on the drummer. If somebody stood in front of me in a way that allowed me to no longer see the drummer, that would be disappointing. I would want to move seats. I would want to move my position if I'm standing there. So I get what the guy was saying. You want to have line of sight. If even 40% of the comedian was blocked by someone's head. That would change your ability to enjoy the show if you can't see the performer. I mean, stand-up comedy, though, you don't really need to see the performer. Maybe I mean, they were seeing people... Carrot Top. Maybe it was a fucking prop Yes, out. it was not Carrot know. Top. I guess oh, okay. Dimitri Martin does some props. So Oh, was props. see there? Yeah, he's got easels and uh, fucking whiteboards or whatever. you got to be able to see that to know yeah. what's going on. I mean, on. I don't know if he currently does that, but yes. That's true. I don't know if he does that either. I haven't seen that in a while. Um, so yeah, I, again, I wouldn't do it anyway, even if there was no one in front of me. I'd be like, no, figure it out. But um, particularly if... I get the line of sight argument. 
I think that makes sense. He, so they decided not to sit separately on either side of this guy and stood up and he said those seats just sat empty for the show. They stood up like in the back, you mean? Yeah, back I guess the, it was, there were, you could stand. They were towards well. the back. Of the yeah, yeah, I got you. Those were the last two seats. And I guess other people had also asked if they, if they could uh, move got over. the same answer. Like, no. That's pretty funny. I thought you were going to say there were two seats less left and they were up front, like literally on the stage. And again, depending on the comedian, but is it worth the risk to sit up front at a comedy show knowing that any good comedian is going to mock you? Oh, get pulled into some crowd work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I'd probably stand. You definitely would. Yeah, you'd you'd be terrified if you thought that was going to happen. You wouldn't want to be in the first five. Terrified. I just I don't I I don't want to be part of the show. You don't want to be called out, be part of comedy for the first time in your life. That's a shame. That's a real tragedy, Todd. Bringing laughter to the folks. No, I I've got plenty of comedy chops. That's not the problem. You're just the punching bag if you're sitting in the front. Let's hear it. Have you noticed? I don't know if you follow or watch many comedians on Instagram. It's pretty much all crowd work there, I think, because they don't want to spoil their sets for the most mm. part. I I am often fed... First of all, I don't really look at Instagram ever. I just... I've forgotten to for like the past three years, but... Um, but I've fed stuff on Facebook or YouTube, and recently, for whatever reason, God, it's been... such an old man. YouTube. <laughs> it's been a lot of... Not YouTube, uh, sorry, Facebook. Facebook. It's been a lot of uh, Nate Bargatze, who is yeah. entertaining. I, I enjoy yeah, his yeah. stuff. And then his clips think, are good uh, too. He has good like three minute yeah. chunks that. Yeah, he does. And then uh, I get a lot of Dave Chappelle stuff because his his special came out not that long ago. And uh, so those are the ones that I see typically. And I'll watch those. That was his but special. None of, I've none not, of that is crowd work. I've not. Seen I haven't any seen of his it. Newer specials. I haven't seen his special. I, I haven't even seen the one that he put out early in COVID that I heard was quite controversial, but the clips yeah, are at, hilarious. After the, uh, the anti-trans stuff, I was kind of like, all right, I'm done with Dave Chappelle. I mean, that's fine, but killing them softly is still number still one funny. or two. Yeah. No, no, all time. I mean, all-time some of that stuff special. hasn't aged perfectly, but who cares? Yeah. I think he's a funny guy. I don't know why he needs to like pick on one marginalized group to make his point or his joke. Yeah. And, and, and I, he addresses it a lot in one of the two specials. Cause I've seen a number yeah, of yeah. clips. I haven't and seen all it. Somebody, somebody I know was like, hey, it's interesting. You should watch it. I was like, mm. I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, he definitely is giving his opinion on it. I do want to watch it, but is it on Netflix? I don't even know where it is. I think, I think, I think all his stuff is on Netflix. He has a deal with them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I just, I, I, I just never turn on Netflix for whatever reason, unless Jamie. Wait, do you have Netflix? It. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie has a subscription to it. And you don't watch it? No, because we still have cable. I love how you say this. Cable. Jamie has a subscription. You live in the same household. Do you guys? I, do you split your bills like that? Yes. Why? But it's the subscription is in her name. Is what I'm saying. Okay. And that's so honestly, do, honestly, to, do you to pay answer for your it? question, does she pay for it? Does she pays for it. Come out of her pot of money she pays for it yes it comes out it's an auto debit from her account i assume i don't even know 
But I, I say that specifically because watching stuff like that on her account will like change the algorithm. And she'll be like, why am I getting all these make your own comedy profile on her account, Scott. I know. Isla, Isla has one already, but I don't know if that like adds to the subscription fee. So I don't even, I don't even no, you can have, a, you can I have bother with it. I think as many accounts as you want on there. As long as they're all in the same house. That's the crackdown. Like like, oh, the crackdown is just same address. Like you and I couldn't uh, be on the same IP point. address, but you can have a vacation home as we do in Charleston, um, as long as you like log in. <laughs> wow, yeah, because the feds are listening. <laughs> well, that that's that's the workaround that they have. I see. Also, it's James Island, but who's keeping track? I mean, ours um, is in Charleston, but yes. Oh, I see. The mailing address is in Charleston. It's strange. You guys never visit. Your vacation home. <laughs> we go there occasionally. Did you go we, there this now winter? Now kind of, we've kind of, no. it's more just rented out to this weird old couple, but yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Anyway, so that's, that is, I, I, that's the comedy I see. I don't see a lot of crowd work fed to me. Again, I don't really, I don't get on Instagram, so I don't know. I don't know what Instagram would do, but yeah, the, uh, oh, but that's what I was going to say, the, I watched a, a Nate Bargatze bit the other day where he was talking about, I don't know what special it was from because I haven't seen any of the specials, though I would watch them if I ever turned on Netflix. Um, His latest one is on Amazon if you want to watch the latest one. Okay. See, I do have my own Prime Amazon video. Prime account, so I, I could watch that. Um, but it, watch it this evening. I understand. I Probably not. I've worked at it. But he he was talking about how he was... He was meeting his family in at Disneyland, I think, or Disney World in Orlando. Oh, yeah, but he was going to the airport. <laughs> he was flying from somewhere else, and then his wife and their kid, or kids, I think it's just one, one yeah, he kid. He has one daughter, yeah. Yeah, we're leaving, and uh, he called to ask. <laughs> what time are they leaving? Yes. What time they were leaving, or what time the flight. I'm not going to do the bit, because I'd, I'd fuck it up, but it's just really funny. He's like, with, with the punchline being, you just don't know how to explain anything. You could have given me any information, and it would have been better than what you just said. I don't know. It was just yeah. Basically, find, he clearly uh, you know the bit. He asks what time she's leaving, and and she says in like five minutes. Yeah. Or he says what time's your flight, and she what times the flight. She gives him a, a time that's like ten minutes from now. He's like, I I don't know how you think driving works, but there's no possible way you could ever you could even get He's, to the car by this no, time yeah, you've mentioned. And the best part about that is he goes. The plane could be in the driveway and you might not make the plane. <laughs> um, <laughs> they might not let and, you board because it's too close. And she explains, no, that's, I gave you the time we are going to, We're to leaving. leave the house. Yeah. Not what time our flight is leaving. And he's like, that, that's useless how, information. How is that an answer to a question? <laughs> I'm trying to understand when you're taking off from the airport and when you're going to land <laughs> in the other airport and you're telling me a random time of the day. Yeah. It, yeah. it was, it was pretty that's, good. That was a good, good bit. And it, 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 they just don't show up as much for me. It's a lot of it's a lot of Dave Chappelle stuff. And something else has been popping up on my. And I understand the algorithm is self fulfilling. So if you keep watching these shorts, they'll yeah, send you more absolutely. shorts of that type. But I keep getting these, and I don't even know what the names of the podcasts are. But these video podcasts of like young young ish guys, probably guys in their twenties and thirties who are interviewing OnlyFans models and, like, asking them really basic 
they're not doing shows. They're they're all full. Everyone's fully dressed, but and they're asking them like, well, how you know, what do you think? No, I was making that face you, because <laughs> you're like, I don't know why this keeps showing up. It's oh, because you keep watching. I really it. don't. I, well, because it's interesting because they like. They ask they either ask them basic questions, which of course they can't answer, or they they have conversations about like the morality of it and how are you ever going to meet someone who's going to love you for you, and the girls are always are always just like, well, you know, this is just me using my skills, you know, whatever, just a bunch of bullshit. But they're always very interesting and entertaining because it's just it's like reverse misogyny, I guess, because the guys are talking sensical. And making sense in their comments, but um, they're kind of, in a way, tricking the women into looking stupid on the podcast. But I don't, I don't even think they're doing it intentionally. Not sure that's reverse misogyny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I just want to be clear. I don't think I, I get the impression they are not trying to be misogynistic, even though they're exclusively interviewing only fans, girls apparently. Even though, but it's they like a being. huge podcast. There's like nine people with microphones sitting around a table. It's just, it's crazy. There's three Wait, or four guys really? and then how all you, these How models. do you do a podcast with that many people? I have no idea. I mean, we can't stop talking over each other just with the two of us. Yeah, I know. Well, that's mainly because you're listening to music the whole fucking time and not paying attention to what we're talking about. But, um, anyway. What's that? I think I, I'm just I, Exactly. I think one of them is called Whatever. I think that's the name of the podcast. Like, at whatever is their fucking handle whatever it's called. I don't know. Yeah. Oh fuck. That reminds me. I'm, I know. I just, I just thought maybe instinctively your hands would type it out and search it. Cause that's no. typically what you do. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know where I saw this probably Facebook. Hi, yo. Um, but it was a, it was a meme that says, it said something about people who, who say, huh? And then answer oh, yeah, the you question sent it to me. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> you must have seen it on Instagram. It was it was on something like that. I was like, "Holy yeah, I'll, shit!" I'll find it and read it. Yeah, too. please please give the exact quote because I, the second I saw it, I stopped, and I was sitting on the couch, Jamie. I was like, "Oh my god, this is Todd to a T." It's something about how they're psychopaths or something. Did I send it to you via Instagram? Is that what you're looking at? I think so. Or did let I me, text let it me, to me? Let me double check. You either texted it to me or you sent it to me via Instagram. Yeah, it was one of those two. But we've known that and joked about that for years. Because I I don't know that you do it much anymore. But there was a time no, in your life do. where you did it. You must have, you must have texted it to me. I don't all the time. I mean, constantly doing it. To the point where it's hard to have a conversation because you just had to pause and wait for you to digest and process the question. I don't see it in there. Where did you send it to me? You sent it to me somewhere. Maybe it was Facebook Messenger. Would you have gotten that? I mean, I guess that's possible. That seems weird. I feel like I did text it to you, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't I can't see look it at in it. my text. I can't look at it because I'm using my phone to record this. Well, that wasn't Facebook Messenger because I don't have a message. From yeah, I don't. In the I don't, last it, year, it def, last five years, it definitely wasn't Facebook Messenger. It was either a text or an Instagram thing. But anyway, it was just funny. Something about how people that do that are psychopaths because they're making me what question. What other forms of communication do we have? You couldn't. You wouldn't have emailed it to me. Uh, I don't think so. I certainly would not have emailed it to you. 
Huh, that's weird. I don't know. I don't know where you sent it to me. We'll find it after the show. Um. Anyway. All right. Anything else, Tom? This has I was been trying to see. Maybe you put it on my wall on Facebook. No. No, I wouldn't have done that. Or maybe is that still a thing? No, I wouldn't have done that either. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you're about to say. No, nah, I wouldn't have done that. Definitely would have done that. <laughs> maybe you tagged me on Instagram. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't. I, I understand that all these things would have gotten it. Yeah, me. yeah, I know. I'm trying to. I just. I definitely saw it, but I can't remember what what it would have been. It's blowing your mind. You can't figure out where it came from. It really is. Just in case we, for some reason, don't talk about it beforehand as a way to end out the show with a quick sports chat. Sorry to see the Ravens lose. I know you were pulling for them as a secondary option. I was pulling for them. I mean, it didn't, like, tear me apart or anything. I understand. Both of those were good games last week, by the way. Um, I was uh, definitely rooting for I mean, the Lions. I, I wish feel the like Lions the, had not gone for it on fourth. The Lions or the uh, yeah, the Lions one was better. I hate definitely. I hate that fucking Kansas City one. Not not even because of the Ravens. I just like yeah. Patrick there Mahomes too much. seems like such a shithead. Doesn't he like a he cocky is. little twerp? Yeah, he is. That's my impression. The way he walks, comes. just I can't see it. Crazy. His neck's always to the side like that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not a fan, and I I don't like it when people keep going back year after year after year. If I mean, if I'm a fan of the team. Yeah, yeah. If it's course, your team, but, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but but when I if either don't care other or team, dislike it sucks them, ass. it's frustrating. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating. So, but who you got? San Fran, bringing back the glory days from the '80s, early '90s. I mean, that's or the other thing, like. KC. The two teams I wanted to win both lost, so I like I don't really care. I don't want either team to win. Yeah. I feel like Brock Purdy kind of sucks, but he still managed to win. And I don't like Patrick Mahomes. Let, let me ask you that because I, I I didn't follow the NFL at all this season. I wasn't playing fantasy, so I just didn't care. I I read Brock Purdy set the 49ers single season passing record this year. Like is that yeah accurate? I, yes if so I mean he has he has a I really a good lot, team around I'm saying just in that game like he had some good plays but oh, he also in that looks game. just kind of like yeah. terrible at times yeah like, just average for sure like the the 49ers should have crushed the Lions and yeah the Lions basically blew it Hung because around. their stupid coach is like we're not gonna kick a field goal even though it's fourth, fourth and three. five yeah or fourth and four or something like that. yeah they were not in the position to do that they needed two scores. It was a long field like, goal, sure, but for fuck's sake. take the you moron. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was dumb. That was really dumb. And, and um, his thing is he goes for it all the time, but I was like, I, it was four or five yards. It wasn't cl- It wasn't like one or one and a half. No, or even it was two. at least three, probably four. Yeah, it was a ways. It was it was a stupid play. I mean, yeah. easy to second guess someone. If he had yeah. made it, people were like, oh, he just no, never backs down, blah, blah, blah. Results blah. oriented here, but. But hey, good for Detroit for getting that far. I mean, Detroit has been a cellar dweller for I don't know my entire True. fucking life. Yeah, I so, I think most people are like, look, they this is <laughs> this is the first time they've ever made it to the championship game, apparently. Yeah, which is um, crazy. So and like they're they're on an upward trajectory, so theoretically sure. they should be able to repeat this. I mean, I would say 
for both Baltimore and Detroit, like a lot of things broke their way as far as like other teams sucking, like mm-hmm. it's going to be harder next year for the Ravens and the chiefs. Like assuming, um, the jets are better. Like Burrow will be back. There's a lot of injuries that took good teams out of the, of contention, which I mean, I know that happens every year, but I don't know. It was kind of a, yeah, a missed opportunity for those two. Of course. It's undeniable. Um, so who you got? Um, I mean, I think Kansas city will probably win. Interesting. Okay. I think San Francisco is going to win. I know they were ultimately playing an inferior opponent, I think, and should have lost that game, but I don't know. I just feel like it's their year. They got close. Was that two years ago? And now I think this is the time they'll get over the top. I mean, if, if, if you think I, I think San Francisco has a better team, but I think Mahomes one thing that I will give him credit for is he doesn't get sacked. He's really smart of getting rid of the ball. Yes. Rather than getting taken that. down. It's yep. like frustrating because people will be wrapping him up and he just whips it out of bounds or whatever. Um and I'm I'm just surprised more quarterbacks aren't as good. It, obviously it's a hard thing to do because more quarterbacks sure. don't do it. He does it better than anybody. I think like he rarely gets sacked. Um, and I don't know it, if Kelsey will have, you know, T Swift cheering him on. He's going to want to show out. People are predicting that he's yeah. going to propose to her if they win after the game. The, fuck <laughs> the Bill Simmons podcast. He's like, he's going to have Andy no. Reid hide the ring in his belly button during the game. In, in his mustache. <laughs> I thought mustache too, but they said belly button. I was like, dear God. There is, I don't, I'm sure there's odds on that in some sports You did, see, you did see the, uh, the, did you see the game where they, it wasn't this week, it was the week before where they, it was like super duper cold and they zoomed in on Andy Reid's mustache and he had like, snot sickles or whatever and it was so fucking gross it was like full screen <laughs> hd like on his face and it was just like nasty looking Lovely. it was in buffalo it was that week yeah it was that week it was super cold no I, I didn't see that but i mean i can relate to that i know that that <laughs> happens for sure yeah but you don't usually have a uh 4k camera zoomed in on your face no when happens. just on the weekends but not usually no i wouldn't say that's your only um, fans yeah, it's, that's right. You gotta subscribe. Scott Snotsicles. Ten ninety nine a month. I'll give you whatever <laughs> you need. It is it is amazing how frequently I I get Facebook memories and they're just pictures of me after a run with ice on my beard. Like I I take way too many. That's what I've learned. I take way too many selfies post run with snotty mustache and icy beard or snot ice, whatever it's called. Snotty ice. It's my nickname. Snotsicles. Um. Okay. So I'll take the 49ers. You got the Chiefs. What about the Pro Bowl this weekend? Who do you think is going to win? Nobody? Uh, not even the fans? Do they play a game? Do they not? I don't even know. I think they, I know they got a bunch of skills competitions. Have Should you ever watched the Pro Bowl game? No. I can't say it's, I've never watched a snap of it, but I've never watched it like even a half, even a quarter. I It's got to be I? the least important. It's not, it's, I guess it's an all-star game. I don't know. It's so stupid. Well, but it it kind of is, but it also kind of isn't because the two best the teams who must have must have a couple of the best players are still playing. 
Like they still have one yeah, game yeah. to go. Well, yeah, if you're in the before. Super Bowl, you don't participate in the Pro Bowl. Of course not. Yeah, so it's just dumb. I don't know. Look at the other major sports. Hockey, baseball, basketball. Their highlight exhibition of the year is smack in the middle of the season. I understand football is a little different, but it's not that different. Like figure out how to make that happen. I mean, I think it's probably, I don't know. They should, yeah, either they should get rid of it, to be honest. Because <laughs> I think just because of injuries, they're not going to have guys even pretend to play in the middle of the season on a game yeah. that doesn't matter because. True. Just too violent sport, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, I don't give a fuck. No one gives a fuck. By the way, before we end the show, did you, and this episode was probably in December, did you hear the Bill Simmons interview with uh, Malcolm Gladwell? Yes. The sports czar conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. First of all, I know Malcolm Gladwell is like a, a good runner, especially for his age. And so they had a whole conversation about the super shoes, and I thought it was funny. At one point he was like, no one's interested in this. And I was like, I am riveted by this conversation. <laughs> I wish Bill Simmons made the joke. He was like, I've never run. You assume I've actually run in my life. But I, I wish they would have talked about that more. But some of the suggestions he had for the NBA about, you know, like the, the making home court advantage an actual home court advantage, giving home teams like more timeouts. And there was a bunch of just weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. He had some good ideas. There was a couple of things I was like, that's dumb. But most of his things were good, I thought. Yeah. Was that the I one no where they were talking he was such about, a sports um, like the uh, draft? how they stagger like talented kids in sports? Was that part of that too? That might have been a separate no. podcast. That must have been different. In that, he's basically saying, like, he wrote, um, I think it's Out Blink or Outliers, out, one of his books. He basically outliers. talks about, yeah. like, how all the best hockey players are born in January or February because they're, they're the oldest of their age group. And so they're bigger and stronger, and then they get more training, and then it just sort of snowballs. It's a cycle, yeah. Um, but he was talking about, I think it was, like, for high school sports or something or travel sports that they should basically... Um, one of his things was there's some league where they, they, the kids it's by your age. So when you, when you have your birthday, you move up to the next league. So Mm. you, you always have, uh, four months of being the youngest, four months of being in the middle and four months of being the oldest. So you, you get to do all three things, which I thought was actually really smart rather than having the, the season. This was for year round playing of something, obviously. Yeah, of course. And then I think the other one was to just, if you don't do it that way, just sort of stagger the start or have it multiple groups so that like you can be, you're, you're never more than like three months separated from anybody you play against. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just kind of an interesting way because he's basically like, we're missing out on uh, like 70% of the athletes that might be great just because they're they're not getting the opportunity just because of when their birthday is. And that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But the issue with that, you, you kind of touched on it and it's true is there's too many sports in too many parts of the country that you can only play for three or four months out of the year. Yeah, for know? sure. And it's just, it is what it is. Like you're either born and you, you hop right in at, at the beginning of, you know, well, I think just turn that age or you have to wait nine months. I, I mean, I think the travel thing or whatever the advanced sport, and this is more of what he was talking about. It's not sure. exports. So if, if you're like the way the, the kids soccer is, it's like 
U12 or U14, so it, that part would sort of go away. You would play on the U13 team until you turned 13, and then you'd be on the U14 team. Yeah. And so you'd 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 be one of the oldest kids at that age at some point on that team. You'd start out as the youngest, and you'd have basically it's sort of like high school where you have seniors and freshmen, um, you know, playing on the same team. Yeah. 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 It was I, point. The whole point of me bringing that up is. I know he's a smart guy, obviously, but like his knowledge of sports and he was quoting stats. It was all, it was all NBA, essentially the one that I was listening to, except for that part about running, was like really in depth. Yeah, and I, I yeah, wasn't watching. His podcast is really good too. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's probably a video version of that that podcast I listened to. But I I wasn't watching it. I don't think he had a paper in front of him, like looking at the stats. It sounded like he was just no, I, you know, throwing the stuff off the top a, of his head. So. Uh, pull the facts out of your brain kind of person. Yeah. He's a whiz bang kind of guy. So anyway, I just thought it was interesting. I figured you'd listen to it since apparently, oh, yeah. apparently you listen to everything the ringer puts out. Uh, I, I do listen to a lot of their, their podcast. Feeds. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you know, yeah. shout out bill, bill. If you could just uh, drop a, a shout out to us, one of your podcasts. It's funny. Cool. I listen to <clears throat> some of the the BS podcasts about stuff that I don't like a lot of gambling stuff that I don't even really care about, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I find but it entertaining. Most of that is NFL lines and stuff. I, I can't, yeah. I just can't with that. He goes so <laughs> in depth. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about any of this. So I'll That's skip how I that or... first. And then I just started listening to it and I got into it. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Those fucking bookmakers in Vegas. I don't know how they do it. It's crazy how like they nail it. How good they are. Obviously. Yeah. That's their whole job, but it's all they do. <laughs> Every day. I feel like I'm pretty good at my job because it's what I do all the time. So anyway. All right. That's a pod. Lades and germs. Um I am out next week. So unlikely that there will be a bro pod, but the wife and I might do an episode this weekend and then I would just post it at some point next week to keep the weekly do you need weekly me to digest do a coming. Solo pod, or I might do a solo pod. No, I said, Who do you knows? need? Me? <laughs> do do you I need, need you to? Do to? A solo pod? No, or I might do a solo pod. I don't. I don't. Okay. I'm sure you wouldn't bother to do it anyway. But I would do it if you asked me okay. to do it. I would do a solo pod. It would be riveting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you might get Todd's first solo pod. Todd speaks. The little brother to Scott Speaks, which you've heard many times. Wait, no, not the little brother. Which you've heard many any, times any on this way, podcast network. Uh, well, that's definitely true. Not physically, anyway. So, anyway, there'll be something next week. Don't worry. Either Scott Speaks, the first ever Todd Speaks, prepare for 12 minutes of riveting talking. Yeah, it won't Or be an episode of the other half. I mean, mine, mine are only typically 25 to 30 minutes. That's usually because I start recording them at 11 p.m. on Saturday night. And I have one hour to record it, edit it, get it uploaded. But anyway. Oh, shit. I um, edit it, too. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. I didn't think you knew how to do that. That'd be great. I just need to. Oh, I don't know where to upload it, though. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> well, you In can, five you minutes, you're going to upload everything we just recorded. on there. That's not that complicated. Yeah, I can put the tracks on. It'll be fine. Uh, this, this may be intriguing. I We may have you do this. This could be the highlight of my week next week. Hopefully not, though. Anyway, um, so do all the things you do, like, subscribe, 
Shoot us an email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, the underscore bro underscore pod. Todd's doing some sort of Foley work. I don't know what he was, what's, what was happening there. Um, that's that's you okay. shooting us an email. Uh, I see. Um, and yeah, tell your friends about did the pod. Where you're listening. Across? Do we have, I, I are we channel separated? Is that, We're is in that stereo. Go from one ear sure. to the other? That should go left or right, baby. Or, you think? No, right to left, the way you I did. Seriously, doubt it. I doubt it too. I don't know. I'll let I'll let you know in the edit. If you're listening on uh, your high def system, and you've, you've yeah, made hit it this us far, back. Let me know if it, if it pans from left to right. If Todd's Foley work just jumped across your living room, please let us know if that's actually working. If you're listening to us in surround sound and it's moved from one corner of your living room to the other, what is wrong with you? The Dolby thing. Um. Anyway, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. We, as always, thank you for listening to the show. Until next week, everybody. Poof. <laughs>